Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Bulltake Scouting Podcast. Today, we're joined by a special guest, North Dakota State offensive lineman and future 2023 NFL draft prospect, Cody Mosh. How are you doing today, Cody? Good, good. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Um, let's hop right into this interview. First question that we love to ask uh, all the guys we interview is, what made you start playing football and when did you fall in love with the game? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, what made me first start doing it is just something to do with your buddies. I mean, we didn't start as early as some guys do. We started in like fifth grade. But, I mean, you go from playing in the backyard to actually being able to throw some pads on and, you know, hit some people. So as a fifth grader, there's nothing better to do than that. And then I think um, as high school went along, you just kind of develop a love for the game. That's kind of when I fell in love with it, I think, was, was during high school. Yeah, I mean, high school football for a lot of people is a, a great time. Uh, myself was a little different because we were really bad. Um, <laughs> but your your high school career was a little little bit different uh, than mine, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, do you have a favorite game from your football career, whether it is high school or college? Um. I mean, I'd say any one of the national championships that I was a part of have been pretty special. Um, yeah, I think the last one was just – I think that was pretty special because, uh, you know, with the COVID year, um, some guys are staying next year, some aren't. And, you know, that was supposed to be my senior year. So that was my last game with just the guys – a lot of the guys in my class that I came in with. So fun to kind of play the last game with them. I mean, not many guys get to say, you know, of the many national championships I won and you've won – four at North Dakota State. So I've always had so much respect and admiration for the program because, you know, year after year, you guys are just a juggernaut at the FCS level. What goes into that yearly dominance that puts North Dakota State above anyone else in that level? What's so special about your program? I think the big thing, we have an awesome, you know, just tradition and culture in general, but like, you know, when we do or you know we win a national championship you know we celebrate for maybe a week or so but then you know we put it in the past we don't even think about it like our if our coaches see us wearing any national championship gear they get on us and you can't wear that facility or anything so uh you know we get a little bit to celebrate and then we're on to the next season and just kind of getting ready to go I think that's the biggest thing is just not dwelling on the past and just shoot we're looking to the future yeah, I mean, that that sounds a little bit like, you know, how Bill Belichick hosts the Patriots. You can't bask in your glory. If you want to repeat, you got to get right back to work. So as a you grew up in, in North Dakota, were you, you know, following uh, the the Bison? Were you a fan of the team growing up? Yeah, I was. I mean, I lived just 45 minutes south of Fargo. So I had been to many games and most people in town were, were fans of them. And, and they were all just fun to watch or, you know, for me, I'm a farm kid. So on a Saturday, I'm in the tractor. I just turn on the radio and listen to them in the radio. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned that your national championship games are some of your best memories. What about when you caught a two point conversion uh, in the semifinal win over Montana state? Where does that stand? Yeah, that was pretty fun too. Cause that was, that was a season where, you know, I didn't have a starting role, but I was playing like a, like a reserve tight end, like a mm-hmm. you know jumbo package type thing. So I was getting some snaps with that, and then you know that whole year we were creative with our with our um, point out PATs and whatnot. And coach threw it in like, hey, we're gonna throw you a pass, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, let's go because I've been <laughs> chirping everyone on the team that I have the best hands, and I'm like, I can't can't drop this one. So yeah, that was pretty awesome. And then just kind of get mauled by all the guys on the sideline after. Yeah, was it nerve-wracking before you went out there, you know, catching that pass? Uh, maybe a little bit. I think just uh, we had practiced it a bunch. So, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't too nervous about that, just 
we thought it would be open and I'm just like, if yeah, if I drop an open pass, this is just going to be embarrassing. Yeah. You do hold uh, your, your high school record for receiving touchdowns and which may, I mean, you got a pretty unique profile and unique journey in your football career. Cause you know, you got that high school record for receiving touchdowns also for sacks at, at your high school. Cause so you're primarily a tight end and a defensive end. And so when you arrived at North Dakota state as a preferred walk-on, was the plan already to move you to offensive line or were, did you, they think you were going to stick at tight end? Uh, I don't even think they knew where I was going to go right away. I, yeah. I wasn't, no, I wasn't even a fall camp guy right away. I came mm -hmm. in seven days late to fall camp. I was going to be a school start guy. And then uh, one of the DNs got hurt at the time. So they moved me over to DN like, Hey, you want, can you play DN this year? So that whole season I was playing DN uh, scout DN and still doing a little bit of tight end indie. And then the next spring ball, I was still playing tight end, thought that was my path was just to play tight end. And that spring ball, I started taking a couple tackle reps and I'm like, well, this sucks. But <laughs> then that next fall camp, I was full blown alignment and, and I, I'm happy. I, I'm happy it worked out that way. Yeah. I mean, it definitely worked out for you now. You're, you're, you've got two years of all conference honors, but up until then, it took a, a few years for you to really hit the the playing field, you know, a year redshirting, a year on the scout team. And then that year you said where you were often like the six linemen and special packages. Was it ever frustrating for you to, to take so long to get on the field or did you know eventually it was all going to pay off? Yeah, I think that's one of the things with our program too is that um, especially offensive line is you know right away you're, you're it's tough to be able to come in and play. It takes two, three years of de developing and shoot a lot of guys don't even see the field till like their senior year. So you just kind of got to mm -hmm wait your time and, and just kind of own your role throughout the whole process. Yeah. You mentioned, you know, as a freshman that you were supposed to be a, a school, a school start guy. And you mentioned you came in seven days late to uh, camp. Can you just explain to our listeners a little bit how that works as a walk on and, you know, not everyone's going to be starting at the same time because I, I didn't really understand that. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure what the exact number is, um, but you know, if, if, let's say there's a hundred spots open for fall camp. Um, and you have 110, 115 people on your team. So there's going to be a couple guys who aren't invited to fall camp. And so while the team's going through fall camp, they're just kind of, I was just sitting at home. I, I was, I was working on the farm. I was driving truck and I'm, mm -hmm. I got a call from the coach like, Hey, can you come in? So that's kind of how it goes is, you know, injuries happen. So if someone gets hurt, they'll call in one of those, you know, school start guys. And then that's their opportunity to come into camp. And um, you mentioned, you know, <clears throat> you were on the bench for a couple of years. What did it feel like, you know, to finally be able to get that starting spot? And also what did it feel like to finally get that scholarship? Yeah, that was, uh, it, it was an awesome experience because I had been a walk-on for I think three years or so. And that's what every walk-on looks forward to is just the opportunity to earn a scholarship. And then when it finally comes, it feels awesome. Like this is what I've been working for for three years. And knowing that, I mean, that's a big, like, like it's a big achievement, but also we're not done here. You know, they put me on for a reason. Now we got to go. And then I earned the starting role. And that was just, that's awesome to be one of the guys, one of the five starting and you start to just mesh with the five linemen that you have and um, the quarterback and all the skill guys and whatnot. Cause you get a little bit more respect. I think when you're a starting guy in there. Yeah. And so now you're not, you're not just a starting guy. You're probably, the best guy on that offensive line. There's a lot of talk about you in NFL scouting circles. And there's been a, a couple uh, North Dakota State offensive linemen get drafted the last couple of years and Dylan Redunz, Cordell Vol Volson last year. Do you think that getting to play with them and learn from them 
uh, your first couple of years has really helped get you into the position to be the next one in line off to the NFL? For sure. I think all of us young guys are, you know, watching the older guys at the time. For me, it was guys like Zach Johnson. Um, he's in the league right now. And, uh, you know, Dylan and Cordell. I played with Cordell for, you know, a year longer than Dylan, but Cordell is one of my best friends. So mm-hmm. um, watching him, I mean, I try to, you know, I take, there's little bits in my game that I, you know, watch Cordell and I'll try to bring in my game. I watch Dylan, um, kind of like that. And just learning from guys like that who are absolute studs is, is definitely beneficial. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about your game. What are your biggest strengths in your opinion on the football field? I think my biggest strengths are that I'm, I'm a, I'm a pretty good athlete. Um, mm-hmm. I get up to the second level pretty quick, which I'm sure comes from being a tight end for my whole yeah. life and never really supposed to be playing O line. But uh, I think being an athlete is, is a pretty good skill of mine. And, you know, all good players know that they have strengths, but they also have weaknesses as well. So what are some things that you're looking on working on, you know, over the past summer, going into fall camp and heading into next season? Just just really like tightening up my technique on everything. I want, I mean, nothing in particular, but I mean, you know, like tighter hands in general, just, just keeping my pad level down. Uh, speeding my steps up, get my second step in the ground, just like small stuff like that that I think can make a huge impact is what I've been really focusing on this summer. Yeah, that sounds, you know, really good. Definitely what any uh, NFL scout would like to hear. Obviously, like we mentioned previously, you transitioned from tight end defensive end to an interior or an offensive lineman. What are some of your favorite parts about playing offensive line? I think one of the biggest things is being a part of the offensive line room. Like I'm sure for most teams, they're the goofiest, weirdest, smelliest dudes there are. Like I, it, it took a little bit to kind of be like embrace being a part of that. But now it's, I mean, the best part of my day is the 30 minutes hour before uh meeting when we're just in there, just talking about just the wildest stuff you can think <laughs> of and just, just having a blast and just kind of being ourselves. That That's absolutely my favorite part of being an alignment. Yeah, I mean, the I was an offensive lineman myself, and they're definitely definitely the dirtiest guys uh, on the yep. team, definitely the smelliest guys on the team. Um, but you know, definitely definitely a special group. You guys go through a lot together, and there's a lot of a lot of bonding that's you know involved with being an offensive lineman, whether that's pushing the sled for you know 45 minutes, you know, doing all that stuff. So definitely a lot of bonding, and I can totally understand where you're coming from with that answer. Yeah, you, so you said you mentioned the fun side of offensive linemen, and there's a, a clip of you that went viral uh, in January where you you were sliding toward to signal the first down in the, the the championship game. Can you just take us through that moment? What made you think to instinctually, you know, do that? Yeah, I mean, it, I guess it had kind of been my thing that year was just I I, I love just kind of signaling first down. It was honestly to mock a lot of guys right away, you know, receivers <laughs> or people do it all the time first down. I just started doing it, and then it kind of started turning into something that honestly I wasn't even planning to do anything. And like, especially the slide, like it was just a, I mean, our quarterback scrambled for like a, like a 15 yard pickup or something. I was just so juiced and, you know, we're playing on a grass field. I'm like, let's just go for, it. I'm just going to do, it was like a spur of the moment thing. And I just, it worked out pretty good, pretty good slide. It worked out pretty well. No, that's all. That's an awesome anecdote. Let's get into our last few questions of the interview. A couple, you know, fun ones, a little bit different that we like to end off on. Do you have uh, any NFL role models or a couple players that you look to emulate your game after? Yeah, definitely guys like like Joe Thomas. Like he's an absolute technician. Like any tackle should definitely be trying to model their game after him. And not only just the way he plays, but the way he like approaches 
film study, little player analysis, stuff like that. Like, I mean, he's an absolute, like he, he's just a, he's, he's different when it comes to film study mm-hmm. and, and, and trying to like, you know, look up, listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos on stuff that he says just about how he really like brings his craft together, uh, you know, for Sundays and because it starts on Monday for him. Yeah. And um, who's the best player or a few of the best players that you've played against on uh, your collegiate collegiate career so far? Yeah, I mean, there's guys like in the, that championship game against Montana State, Troy Anderson, the linebacker, I think he got drafted in the second round. Like, he's just he, – he's a freak out. I mean, he's playing quarterback a couple of years yeah. ago. He's a stud linebacker, just great athlete. Like, guys like him is – he's he's one of the best I've probably played against. And, you know, there's a D lineman last year, the last couple of years, I guess, from uh, Northern Iowa, Jared Brinkman, who's just a, a big, strong dude and – um tough to move sometimes. I mean, it, it, you can't, you can't be slacking on a play because he, he will bring it to you if you don't. So he's, you really got to stay in your toes and try to block a guy like that. Yeah, absolutely. And let's, let's spin, spin that question the other way of your, of your current teammates. Who do you, whose game do you just, you really admire and you're confident that they're going to be going on to the next level too in the NFL? I'd say, you know, the guy playing next to me, Nash Jensen, uh, left mm-hmm. guard. It's, it's awesome to have a guy who we, we played together. This will be our third season together. So we have a really, really good relationship. We almost – sometimes you almost don't need a talk out there. We just kind of, you know, we kind of know what the other one's doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm just having that, like, type of relationship is awesome. And, and it helps that he's an awesome player too. Like, I definitely think he's going to get a shot too at the next level. So um, that is – I mean, it's great to play next to someone like that. Yeah, and the last question that we love uh, to ask all the guys that we interview, um, you can take a second to think about this if you need to. But what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received um, from anyone? I think the best piece of advice I've received is from, uh, you know, one of our coaches. It's just be where your feet are. It's, uh, you know, anything you're doing, it doesn't even have to apply to football. Just don't let your mind wander. Just wherever you are, just like be there and be there in the moment and, and really try to like embrace and get everything out of anything that you're doing because, uh you start to let your mind wander, you're going to start, you know, giving 50% and stuff and not going to become the best version of yourself. Yeah, I think that's really great advice. You know, like you mentioned, it doesn't have to apply just to football, but really focus on what you're doing in the moment uh, and give that everything you have and, you know, try to stay on task and stay doing one thing at a time. So I think, you know, great piece of advice, um, whether it's football or just life in general. For sure. Yep. Man, thanks. Thanks for having the time to to come on here. It was really great talking to you. We really look forward to watching you your season. Hopefully, you know, a fifth consecutive ring is in the future. It'll be we'll be excited and pumped for you if, if that happens. And I can't wait for you to take on the NFL draft process after that, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I appreciate you coming on like this and you know, uh, chopping it up with you guys a little bit. It's uh pretty cool. I appreciate it. Yeah. Again, thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. Good luck this season. Um, And thanks to everyone for listening and for watching. And we'll be back with another episode soon.